All righty. Well, hello. Namaste. Is this thing going, man? Shalom. Gracias. Muchos. Welcome back to the Man to Man podcast show. What's goody, baby? We create a, a conversation. We're two boys, I guess. Two men. Two boys. I would like to think I'm a man now. But. Two, one man, one boy on a mission to create a conversation uh, we try to, you know, we talk about dating, bro. I don't even know why we do that, but well, man, it's going to be a good one, man. We're both single. That's we're both we single. And so, yeah, so that's, that's what we do on here. So we're man to man. We create a conversation between the modern day dating world and basketball. Um, we got a great episode for you guys, man. I'm excited. Liam and Andy, man, this is your co-host, Andy. Alongside your co-host Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. The Hoop Star Nash. Uh, we got an exciting one for you guys. I don't know, man. It's you know, it's early on a Sunday, and we're gonna figure it out. We're both back in our respected hometowns from the Dirty Dice, Dirty Dice, Dirty Dice, Los Angeles, California. Let's get into it, man. Alrighty, today's episode, man. You guys are tuned into season three, episode numero dos, right? You know, we're, uh, I guess it's 82. We got 82 episodes out, uh, our season date. Yeah, we're not, we're not two episodes into the full podcast. Thanks. Thanks for the support, man. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. Uh, we had a, a fun trip last week, man. We went to go record our season debut episode, season three debut episode at uh, dash dash radio that was fun man um we did a lot of preparation for it i don't know about you liam but i think it was i mean this could be biased i think it was one of our better episodes maybe our best one yet um, yeah i, I want to stop you before we get too deep into it because yeah a lot of people that don't understand or maybe not doing the whole podcasting thing it is so much different when you are in the same room, you know, doing these Zoom things, you know, kind of starting to get old on my, on my, at least on my side, but being yeah. in the same room, you can, you can feed and feel just the energy from the other person. You know, if they're like talking about, I don't know, something passionate or has a certain take, I can feel it. I can, I can, I can see it. And it's, it's a lot different. So that's why I think obviously that was probably our best show just because it was, a, we were so excited just to be out there, yeah. and then like just being the energy in studio, it was just it was a good it was just good. I don't have anything. It was just really good. Yeah, it was a good vibe, man. <laughs> and I think people kind of get like what we're like what kind of what we're doing now. You know, like we've been on Dash Radio. Shout out Dash Radio. I mean, uh, we got to shout them out, man. Nothing but net all things basketball channel. We'll get into some basketball at the end of the episode here, but uh, yeah, man, people kind of realize what we're doing man we got some other fun stuff in the works right now um we don't want to i mean we'll tease it we just got some we're, we're joining new networks and things like that okay can i say that like, that's yeah fair. i think we i think we shout them out we can uh we just signed to six pack coverage uh i guess it's a startup network in greater nashville area got a couple other you know bigger i guess stars like albert hainsworth shout out titans fan on yeah. their network and stuff so yeah, man, we're excited to rock with them, man. <clears throat> um, shout out JP and, and Griff. Just want to give a quick shout out to Griff. 
just coming out there and vlogging everything for us. I think we ended up with like 170 videos or something. And I remember on, I guess we stated last week we were in LA from Wednesday to Monday. Um, and I think Saturday night, you know, we were getting a little toss and turn. And I can't, I just kept saying to Griff, I was like, man, 170 videos, man. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> you know, I was like such a douche about it. But, uh, yeah, I had a great time. And we, you know, there's, there was the old security dude rocking outside, taking great care of us. They showed great hospitality. They had, um, I guess another company in, in Dash Radio while we were there called Light Boxer. Um, you know, they had some, some chicks on Instagram prom promoting the, I don't know, boxing and, and neon lights environments and things like that. It was cool, man. It was a vibe for us. Uh, we got a little teaser out right now of the vlog itself, which is super cool. Shout out Griff for doing that. But, uh, I know you guys are probably excited to hear the vlog or excited to see the vlog as well. I know we are. And, uh, yeah, just stay tuned, man. But yeah, this is season three, episode two. Before we get really into, you know, our, we'll talk about LA here. We got to shout out one of the ads. Just heads up. There's a motherfucking ad coming y'all's way real quick. Uh, Zinvo watches, man. So today's episode of Man to Man is brought to you by Zinvo Watch is. Zinvo, yeah. Zinvo has created one of the most unique watch faces in the world with their signature Blade Collection. It's a collection, baby. A beautiful, sleek design with dozens of different colorways to choose from. A perfect accessory for a night out or use as an everyday time piece. Uh, Zimbo's blade is a must have in your watch collection. And it's not only just the blade collection. That's just a collection that we chose from. It's their whole damn websites. They're the rock over there. Um, go to their website, zinbowatches.com, z i v z i n v o watches.com, uh, and snag a piece before it's too late. Uh, not exactly sure what it would. No, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. I was saying it's too late because we, you know, we're sponsored by Zimbo for another month. So you guys got a month to use our promo code MTM20 at the checkout for 20% uh, off. Help us, um, I guess stack some bread. Go to ZimboWatches.com. Get a, get a timepiece, man. I should probably snag a timepiece. I ain't got no money. I need, a, I need a new one. I think, I think I got. Two, one has been old since, you know, college days, and I got one right out of college. I need another, like, just, uh, I guess, casual. And, and Zimbo watches, I, I feel like they're just unique enough. You'd be, like, out on the yeah. town, and somebody would be like, damn, what in the fuck is that no, on your that's, wrist? That's what they say, man. That's got this little, <laughs> these watches, man. I don't want to get into it, you know, too much. I don't, but they got these things. It kind of gives you superpowers. Uh, you get to choose your superpowers. All right, cool, man. So yeah, LA was fun, dude. We're titling this episode Numero Dos, Soldier-in-Law, man. Um, a lot of people liked our title, our episode title way back called Daddy's Back. Um, not sure why that got so much attention, but we're just going to kind of play on some words here. Soldier-in-Law. I don't know if that's going to get a lot of SEO, you know, search engines or whatever the hell that even means. Um, but yeah, man, Soldier-in-Law. So appreciate you soldiers rocking with, with us and Soldier Let's. Uh, lady bros women what's up man? Um, LA was fun though dude I don't know what we want to really talk about it was a vibe like you know 
went out there. Ego definitely came out a little bit. We don't have to talk about it. Ego was definitely out. I uh, went to the comedy store, saw Bobby Lee live, got shitted on by this other comedian. Just put my shit in a, a totally different bad mood, man. I got, you know, you, like whoever sits front row at a comedy store, you're getting shitted on. So, yeah, that's all. I think it was a little, a little set up too, but it was a, it was, uh, it was a fun, I mean, that was fun to see some, some more famous people. You got to shake his hand. Yeah. I was in the back coming from the bathroom and him and his friend, the guy that introduced him out was like, just, they were just sitting there shooting the shit really. And he, they were like, should I introduce you and whatnot? And I was like, bro, yeah. I'm be honest. I low key don't even know who you are like that. Yeah. And then he just, you know, was like, well, thank you. I guess he'll introduce me and whatever. And shook my hand. But let's start with what's your what was your favorite part, man? Let's let's get right into it. What what would you say your favorite part of the trip was, and how I guess why, and then maybe if you could change something, what would you have changed? I don't know. I, I got a I got my favorite part, so I want to. I was curious to see what your favorite part was. Yeah, favorite part was probably just shout out Jackson Mickey, man. Um, we went to go visit Jackson Mickey. He's one of our buddies from school. He was on Big Brother season 21 a couple of years ago, and he actually won the whole damn show. Um, that last night on Sunday, we felt insane, yes, but we went out to Mickey's. He lives in, the, what is it, Bell Canyon area? Yeah, and it was just a total vibe, man. It's so different from L.A. You know, you're outside of L.A. like 30, 45 minutes and uh, just going out there and being in the mountains him cuddling us up in those little rocking chairs and giving us wool blankets and we're just staring at mars literally and uh just vibing him him cooking chicken dude for us and ordering pizza like yeah, that was that was a great way to end our trip man because the whole time we kind of just we went to santa monica we went to venice for a night everyone looks like a created 2k character or gta on that fucking beach but yeah i'd probably say shout out mickey man thanks for the hospitality and we went out there and went to go hang out with him and because of you mickey uh, i've been cooking my own damn chicken tenderloins like there you go. I, I i asked him what sauces and seasons and he hooked it up man i got <laughs> it all now so he, that was he put cool. you on to the to the chicken Chicken loins. Huh? The chicken loins are good, dude. They're good. But uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Obviously, besides like recording in Dash Radio, that was a super cool experience for both you and I and Griff probably. Um, but yeah, man, I, just, I think the whole trip was great. Something that I'd change is probably just ego came out. Man, I was I was drinking a little bit too much. And once I got shitted on, I took it out on some other people. So that's probably something I would change. I would, uh, I would say definitely highlight of the trip was definitely the last night you kind of get like i told you this before we went and i think it kind of we both kind of agreed once we stayed on that fifth day was like two or three days i'm good like all yeah. that's all i need unless i'm like you know if we had like new people that were close like into where we were staying and they were more like friends there it would have been fine but like three days four days that's enough and then we Let's, let's, you know, let's go home. But I would definitely agree that the last night there, hang out with Mickey was, was awesome. Just, you know, you're so disconnected to the, to the whole world out there. You know, you got the sunset yeah. um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I would say also though, I would say second best though was like just being on like Santa Monica Beach. I think mm -hmm. that was just, 
I mean, we were looking a little homeless. No, no, uh, no towels on the beach. We were just laying in the sand. But it was- I was the only one that brought a towel. It's like <laughs> I told you guys too. I was like, "You guys got your towels?" You're like, "Yeah." You show was, up. You guys yeah. just like sit on the beach. I was like, "Damn, all right." That's how. Who it knows? I mean, next time I'll bring my towel. But it was just, I was just, it was just such a you know nice feeling to be out there. The water was a little cold, so we didn't really go swimming. Yeah, uh, I know Griff was in the water a little bit, but just walking up and down the beach. You can't beat it. It's it's a, it's a different world out there for sure. So, yeah, it's Hollywood is dirty, man. Uh, you know, when people talk <laughs> I think about that's it. our biggest takeaway was yeah, Hollywood is just dirty. Hollywood was. We didn't we didn't end up going to Central LA. We were in La Brea, but uh, yeah, if you guys like have a chance or have been out to Venice or Santa Monica, like that was super cool, especially because the Dodgers. Shout out to the Braves, man. Shout out to the Muffin Braves. Let's go beat the Astros, the cheating Astros in the World Series. But uh, it was the Dodgers, like game one against the Braves when we were out there. So we were next to like UCLA and Santa Monica. And, you know, we were at a Dodgers bar. And, um, that was super cool. Like I just had there. There's good people out there. Um, everyone's happy and everyone's high. You know? I think that's another thing we realized, too, is like just the the vibe like you know you didn't get we, any you didn't get any waves in the car you know you were trying to wave yeah. at people little southern things. i was trying to wave at people man yeah like we we did it all man can we talk about the street the street light then oh yeah that's all right so <laughs> we we get to we get our car we get we're in the jeep wrangler we're you know driving around and we uh i guess it was a second day once you started really driving around and you know kind of we just kind of were tourists for a little bit but yeah. not only does LA traffic suck, I think everybody knows that LA traffic is just not the best. But half of the problem is there's no left arrows. There's no left green arrows. Zero, zero left green arrows. So man. that's why I think how that, that's the problem there. There's no left green arrows, right? It was that was the most frustrating part about driving. It's like, dang, dude, how am I supposed to take a left? And all the lanes are like two lanes, you know, on each side. Um, but yeah, man, uh, we, woo, that was too close. Um, we also just, we checked that we did a lot of sightseeing and we definitely went into those windy roads. Like you guys that play GTA or just, we, you, you, everyone knows what we're talking about, man. And that Jeep, we're just going up and down and left and diagonal up these windy roads, man. Uh, you were, we were talking about if we would live there and it's secluded there for sure. But man, if something happened. Like if it snowed in LA or like, you know, there'd be a lot of accidents down those little roads right there. But uh, I'm thinking yeah, even man. if you got sick or maybe you cut your hand open, it's going to take you 15 minutes to even get down to the, to the main roads, let alone yeah. go to like a, to the hospital in the traffic. Yeah. Especially if you're upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Yeah. LA was fun. Anything else on that? I had a good time. I'd go back. I think we're going to make it a, a, a season debut thing. Um, Griff was talking about man to man takes on Tokyo next. Like, who knows, dude? We'll have to do these, some of these little trips and vlog it. And yeah, dude. Uh, it's Sunday, man. It's like I said, we're back here. Um, so we're back to our, our originality and our home, home spaces. Uh, it's getting comfortable here. The weather is feeling good, man. It's almost snuggle season, man. Snuggle. Uh, cuffing season. We'll give it a couple more months, but it's fall, man. Uh, there's a lot of things you do have to watch out for. And, uh, that's, that's catching feelings, man. I do it all the time. I'm a Pisces. I catch feelings for people. Just, 
you know, watch out if you're catching feelings. You can do anything else, man. You can catch a case. JP over there, volleyball dog, what's up? You can catch a fish. You can catch these knuckle sandwiches hands if we find ourselves in a quagmire situation. I looked up quagmire. Everything I'm, I'm reading from the screen, guys. Uh, you can catch a fade on a blitzing hot summer Thursday on Hollywood Boulevard. You can catch some Z's like Liam didn't do on last Saturday night. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that was a, a long night. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but whatever you do. Uh, watch out if you find yourself catching feelings, man. Like I said, I do it all the time. I'm a Pisces. We get emotional and want to be calmly seduced. Is that the right word? I guess. Do you feel like you, you like to be seduced by other yeah. women? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it, man. I really am. It's got to be a warm touch, though. Uh, but you never, you, you never know, you know, and we're going to get into it. You never know if you're going to catch yourself in a rebound situation and we ain't talking basketball my guy um so we're gonna we're gonna talk about how you find yourself in a rebound situation and i think we might do this on a weekly basis to just get more input from the people out there uh we took a poll to instagram again again this is the second week in a row we did this so last week we took a poll to instagram describing uh we asked people uh or folks we asked folks how would you describe Broadway on Nashville? And so on Instagram this week, shout out man to man podcast on all social medias. We're trying to get literally 500,000 followers, 500,000. Um, what are the, what are the signs, um, that, sh what are the signs of you being in a rebound situation, uh, with someone else? Liam, I'll, I'll kind of open the floor to you and then we can, go into some of our answers that you guys gave us on Instagram. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is the biggest, like, I guess, unknown uh, in terms of when you're dating. You know, you go out every weekend. Maybe you take out somebody you've never taken out before and you don't know the true intentions of what they're, what they're you know, trying this to be. Are they just ha hanging out, want to be social, go out and, you know, meet new people? Are they just got out of a long relationship, kind of that rebound, like I just need to get back in the dating world or they're looking for a serious relationship. But I think at this point, everybody has kind of been through maybe one or two relationships. Shout out to people that just don't really date anybody serious. But I think we're all in a state of some sort of rebound, right? I think that's kind of what I, when you brought this question up, I think that was my like, sitting back and thinking about it we're all in a state of some type of rebound in terms Damn, of him bro you're gonna make me cry over here <laughs> we are if you've been in a relationship before maybe it's a serious one maybe it's just for a couple of months but at the same time we're all in a state of rebound so that was kind of what i was thinking about um just how serious is your rebound are you day after a couple of weeks after are you you know right. it's been a couple of years now but I think we're all kind of in that state of, of rebound. Gotcha. <laughs> is that is that not what you were thinking about? <laughs> so we're all in a state of a rebound. Damn. Okay. Damn, bro. You got it's a just, cold heart. It's just some, I mean, if you've been in a, a real relationship before and it's over now, yeah, you're in a state of rebound, I think. Okay. 
It just is levels to this shit, boy. You don't it's, know yet. You don't know about that. What, what, you, what you trying to do? What you trying to do? Yeah, what you trying to do, man? <laughs> what you trying to get into? That's got to be the first question, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. All right. So anyways, you guys answered some questions or some, you guys gave us some great answers and uh, we're just going to read a, a couple of them. How do you know if you're a rebound? When you have car sex, they can't stop bringing up their ex if she's trying to show you off instantly. I don't think that would ever happen to me. Uh, no real attraction or emotion. They focus on you like they're committed, but leave you when it's convenient for them. Only pop into your D- DMs when they need something, uh, when they only call you, when they want something, when she goes back to her ex next weekend. Call me Wilt because I'm grabbing them boards. That's funny. Does it really matter though? Uh, they don't really care what you have to say. If they still talk to their ex, only text after 10 p.m. They don't know what they want if they call you by their ex's name. So, like, I'm seeing a lot of XXX here, you know? Yeah, I think that's another thing. When you have car sex, like, that's funny. That's the first one we got on here. But, yeah, it's a lot about an ex. If you bring up your ex all the time or um, trying to show you off instantly, I, I, I don't think, like, I've ever kind of been on a date at least recently or like after a breakup at all where I've showed the other person off on my social media because uh, a I probably don't want to show people that I'm like out dating or I'm out doing something with somebody else so quickly maybe uh, or B I just don't want to show them on my social media and I know a lot of females do that as well I was going to say the one time I've, I've seen this was if you take somebody out and maybe it starts as just a one-on-one, you know, you're grabbing coffee or you're grabbing a drink. But if she knows somebody or I know somebody and I see them out, it is like that instant, like, guess who's with me? I got it. You know, it's almost being yeah. polite, but at the same time, it is that let me show, you know, my friends who this is so she doesn't seem like she's just an idiot or just like a nobody and show that I'm out. But I think... I'm with you on like if I even started to date somebody or, or see somebody, I'm not just blasting them on my social media like, look at me, I got me a unless they're just bad, <laughs> unless they're bad, you know. But that, yeah, yeah. Or unless unless we've been I mean, dating for a while, if yeah, we've been or going out a couple fair. times, then then she can sneak on the the, the Instagram story or whatnot, but. A rebound situation, man. Yeah, we all we all have been through it, man. We all have been. We, we're probably all going through it. There's somebody that's listening right now that's going through it where they're like, yeah, I got a roster, you know? I got a starting three or a starting five. Shit, I wish I had a starting negative two. But uh, somebody's going through that where they're talking to somebody and maybe like only text after 10 or they, they don't know what they want. Um, it just might not be as serious. Somebody said, does it really matter though? Damn, how many times you got so how do you know though how do you actually know if you're a rebound you just gotta ask them really it's like yeah just kind of ask them their previous dating situation and i think most of the time if you just came out of a serious relationship you're pretty easy to tell another person like if you're starting to see so like i just got out of a long relationship i don't want to move too fast i think that's kind of generally like a very easy question and and statement in terms of like people are willing to share like i don't want to move too fast because i just got out of a long long relationship right that's interesting man i I had a friend that was uh you know dating this 
lady bro. I'm gonna call this. I'm gonna call this female lady bro because situation didn't end up great for this guy. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dayton, Dayton, he was dating this chick for like six or seven weeks. Uh, they end up going to a bar, of course, and she ends up seeing her ex and leaves with her ex. Guy was devastated, man, down astronomically. And so we, we, you know, spaceship rocketed it off, man, me and him. Um, that sounded weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, I was just there for him, you know, I was there for the guy. He, yeah. So he was a rebound and I've been there. So yeah, that's what's up, man. Okay, cool. So I, yeah, that's a rebound stage. Anything else on that? No. Uh, you guys let us know. And I guess thank you for letting us know. And then we had another question that we took to Instagram. What are the signs of a fuck boy? And I feel like I got called out on this one, like a lot. I don't know. This is this is also kind of in the rebound stage in terms of like if a girl does something like you just mentioned in that story of just yeah. leaving with their ex. It turns the girls turn us into fuck boys. We don't start as yeah. fuck boys. You know what I mean? That's so true. I've never like I, I think we're both actually very nice and genuine person people, but there's times when we turn into fuckboys because a girl has yeah. done something stupid like leaving with an ex or yeah. I don't know, fucking some other dude or whatever. But we don't we we're not we not just come out the womb fuckboy. It's, it's stuff that I've been through I've been in and out of the fuckboy stage and I don't like it, you know. I don't like being mean to people. Anyways, this is what you guys said from Instagram. Hater blockers, Abercrombie and Fitch Cologne says rad a lot. Uh, I don't think I know anybody that wears that shit anymore. Okay. When he only talks about how good you look, that's fair. Red receipts. Okay. Will fuck you on the first date. White sunglasses. That's funny. Wears a necklace chain, white t-shirt, and their Snapchat is always blowing up. Stephen A. Smith. Damn. Uh, has a Saturdays are for the boys flag hanging. Yes, doesn't have a good relationship with his mom, constantly flirts and responds to your stories, but never actually tries to hang out. Sure, only communicates through Snapchat, IG, selfies, chain again. Someone said all of your qualities. Damn, that's fucked up, man, because I'm the one that asked that. Uh, they call you hot and so me the compliment. Sometimes I say excuse you out loud when I sneeze. Chains, Sunday football with beer, Kyle Kuzma fan when he has not take you out on a real date and only hits you up at night. So I'm seeing here um, a lot of chains, which is kind of fucked, man, because I wear like my grandma's chain. I hope people like it. Um, and then, yeah, I guess constantly like hits you up at night is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Only only calls you hot signs of a I mean. Sure. I just think it's it's more of a let's just be fuck buddies instead of that's what I'm feeling if you're if you're a guy, don't just think about just don't have that mindset of just trying to go, go out and fuck somebody, right? That's all I'm saying. I hear that. <laughs> maybe try to get the door and and talk about maybe some you know how her life is going, yeah. career goals, and then you can you can move into the you know let's maybe take it to the next level, but. But if you coming out the gate, just, you know. Yeah, just saying like, hey, what's up? You're hot. You know, like, what's your snap? Yeah, all those are definitely like, you know, signs of, I guess, first signs, first stage signs of being a little F boy. Uh, football, though, Sunday football with beer. Uh, okay. Only communicates through Snapchat. I kind of like Snapchat. Texting. Oh, shoot. I probably shouldn't have said that. 
Okay, cool. So those, those are, you know, we took those to Instagram. We'll probably do some more questions next week. I think our initial, uh, I guess concluding thoughts on both of those was rebound. Um, you know, watch out with the whole X talk and, um, just, you know, read the room, man. It probably is not, it's probably not that hard to catch yourself in a rebound situation. And then signs of a fuck boy. There's fuck girls too, man. Fuck, I feel like fuck boy can be a girl or a boy. Yeah. I think it's just a, a mutual idea of. I don't know of the both male and female. So yeah, I'm trying to think if I did anything fuckboyish like recently. You know what I gotta <laughs> stop doing, man. I mean, I don't know what you want to talk about, but we can we can get into some things about not even before L.A. Before you we even got to L.A., you calling me up talking about you you, you down in Fort Lauderdale just doing your thing or uh, Palm uh, Beach. Yeah. I don't know about that, but the, what were you gonna I put say? my uh like bumble location like this is probably what not what you're talking about, but I put my I was in this hotel and I put my bumble location like less than a mile radius. I guess because you're trying to find out who's in that hotel. Yeah, I was you know I was trying to say hello. I was trying to say hello to somebody. Just hello. That was all it is. Um. Yeah, but with that being said, we are gonna get into the second half of our episode uh appreciate you guys rocking with the man-to-man boys go follow us on social media to answer all of our instagram takeaway questions we loved all those answers it's man-to-man podcast appreciate the support if you're enjoying the episode throw four stars psych throw the five baby we're trying to get up there on apple Podcasts. and uh, before we get into this back half of the episode we got another ad uh y'all can skip this part or you can listen let's rock prize picks prize picks man uh we're sponsored by prize picks if you didn't know it is the best daily sports betting app on the market it's an over under app if you love prop bets i know liam jonathan perez and grifster and i like prop bets right not really but we use them uh we all use prize picks we love it man you absolutely will too. We actually do like it, man. We, uh, we were in California last week and it was the only betting app that was legal in the whole state of California. So we were rocking with prize picks, man. Um, especially the great part about prize picks, man. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. If you use our promo code, that's man. The promo code is man, M A N, non case sensitive. Uh, when signing up, if you throw a hundred, you're right. You got some store credit, so you got two hundred to play with, my guy. Let's touch something. Okay, let me take another breath here because we're not done with the ad. Go over to Prize Picks in the App Store. They're also sponsored by the Braves. A shout out, Braves. You guys are gonna lose to the cheating Astros, but go Braves. Um, but yeah, go over to Prize Picks, man. Um, go win yourself some money. Okay, cool. So. Liam is still here somehow. We like to listen to each other. Um, And Jonathan Perez, I'm messing with you, JP. JP is here, man. We missed you, JP, last week. JP is going to hop on our back end of this episode and talk some ball with us. We got the NBA season openers, uh, opening games uh, that came to a wrap last week. We're on to a new week this week. Um, So thanks for hanging, JP. Uh, anything, anything new with you, dude, while we were out in LA or, um, 
what we kind of talked about you in the episode, the start bench cut. We appreciate your help on that and don't know what your answers would be. But, uh, yeah, anything new with you, man? It's, it's good seeing your face. It's good to be back home, John. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. It was, uh, it was sad not being out in California. I thought about coming in here and saying y'all cut all my lines just to really make sure the listeners knew the dynamic we got going on. But no, I didn't make it out there and it was sad. And, um, yeah, it, it was, you know, I'm just hanging out. Another, uh, Clemson loss this weekend, which was really unfortunate. <laughs> Is so, this like, uh, I was going to say, I don't know if we were going to bring it up, but. You brought it up, so we got to talk about it a little bit. It's like bit, a right? reoccurring event with you guys, man. Are you guys tanking, or what? What seems to be the uh, the catastrophic disaster over there in uh, uh, South Carolina? Yeah, it's uh, it's been ugly. It, it, the same problems are just kind of bubble up again. And honestly, Pitt's just a better team than us this season. Pitt's pretty damn good. They hey, that picket boy is a stud. He is. They lost to Western Michigan. Shout out the old Broncos. That's my parents' alma mater, but uh. They lost to Western Michigan at home early in the season, and since then they've been outscoring opponents like three hundred something to like fifty. They've been dominating, so it's a uh, we. I mean, we got rocked. It is what it is, and we keep moving on. That's why I'm happy to be talking NBA and why it's the NBA season going. I'm happy about it. Damn, JB. Let me uh, let me ask you a question real quick. You ever have you ever caught yourself in a rebound situation? <clears throat> we ain't talking basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am familiar and I can't, I have, I have certainly in my life found myself in that situation, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you're on a hot streak and then you miss a shot, you know, you, you, things go a little way and then you got to hit a rebound and I, I've been there. Damn. I guess we all have. What were you, what did you say, Liam? You said it was. We're always in a, in a state of rebound. If you've been, ever been in a re- relationship, you're, you just are always yes. in, you're always going to be in a state of that rebound. So. Um, okay. And then real quick on that second thought, JP, what are, what are your initial signs of a, a fuck boy or a fuck girl, a fuck woman lady? So I'll, I'll say the initial signs of, of <laughs> fuck boy, stupid. fuck girl, the, whatever term you want to use, somebody who fits that description. I'd say if you go, if, if this is the first time you're ever meeting somebody and they immediately start talking some horny shit about somebody. <laughs> They are definitely in that category. Like, I don't know <laughs> what it is. Like, I, I, I remember I used to work with this dude, right? And we worked at a sandwich shop, one of the least horny places. <laughs> we got to walk. And we make, we, we make sandwiches. And I had met this dude for like 10 minutes. And this woman walks in. And she was, she was attractive, to be fair. But he like nudged me. He's like, dude, I'd be all up on that. I was like, bro, we are, it is 11 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, dude. Like, wh- how are you this horny? while making sandwiches so and he ended up being a fuck boy so that's kind of how i exist how so you think a fuck boy is just it's kind of like what a lot of people said they're just calling you hot and hitting you up after 10 p.m and that's that's the only compliment just trying to um objectify uh, other other human beings yeah they don't ever think they're in the rebound they just think they're constantly on offense right Right, which can definitely turn. I mean, what was it? What's the saying, Liam? O is the show, D is the key. Uh, Got to put or, some defense out there. Or the the sandwiches just you know some people just get real horny around sandwiches, man. Yeah, I will say know. no, no. On top of that, dude, like I will say turkey and I think it's ham. Uh, they got they got a distinct smell to it, and. They're moist for the most part. You know, I don't know what that guy was thinking. I don't have the same fetish, but I maybe can see how that would turn him on. Maybe, man. Some people I, just like that. 
but you keep the turkey. If it was if it was the turkey, totally different problem. Because then I used to have to work with the same turkey he worked with, and I, that I'm not about that. But I was gonna <laughs> say, know? yeah, you were touching that same turkey, but no, no uh, objectifying. Good for you, man. Fuck that guy, dude. Um, nah, nah. Hopefully he's up to better days. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> Man, this is awesome. Let's do the trivia question, man. We're going to get into some trivia question. Yeah. So trivia question for this week, Mr. Andy, is opening night. We just, you know, just went by it. So who has scored the most points on opening night? Who has scored in NBA history? Who has yeah. done it? Who has scored the most? Who has scored the most on opening night in, in NBA history? From from yeah from the start to now. Um. Okay. I'll take my hint. <laughs> uh. I guess the hint would be he's no longer playing. That's so, that's the same hint you give every single time. I mean, Let if me, you give it, if I start giving you too many hints, you're just gonna get it right every time. All right. Let me get a question here: Western or Eastern Conference? Well, uh, well, uh, I don't know. Back in the day, who did, uh, hey, I have no idea. So, ah, damn. So uh, JP, you know the question, right? Western East, or Eastern? Yeah. yeah so, so, back Eastern, Conf- Eastern Conference, right? I think if we're going, so I think, I think the question is in a single game, correct? Like on one single opening night game. Yeah. yeah. Who has scored the most points? Right. Yeah, so it was in one game, and I believe when he accomplished it, he was in the Western Conference. I believe, but I, I, it could have been either, honestly, because he played in both. I know that. Man, I'm thinking of like a Bill Russell because he put up like yeah. 72. Some uh, probably, I don't know, probably at some point, I have no idea if he did or not. Uh, Kobe, 81 points. I'm even thinking about like a, a wild card here, maybe like a, a Brian Skalabrinsky. Um, most points in an opening season. I'm going to probably just say that like a Steph Curry, probably with like 43 or something. Also, the guy's pulling up 25 in the first quarter. Like, you know, I, I, let me say, let me say 45 since he ended with 45. Well, well, that's a, that's a good guess. Obviously again, what's your record on, on trivia question? Cause that's not right. So you've had like two or three now. Damn. Two and two, three of what? Two. That's not bad. Almost 50% if we had like. Is Steph Curry close? No, not okay. even close. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Right. Cool. We'll uh, throw that on social. We got to call social media something else. What do, What would we call social media? I don't know. Think just about not, that. Not social, just, we just, you know, throw it up into the cloud somewhere, right? We'll throw it in the cloud. Yeah, you guys, you guys can find it. That's good. Yeah. So let's uh let's go to man to man worthy. We're keeping moving. Uh, where we this is kind of a recurring thing that we do, but we're also going to do this with JP. So JP, I think that um I don't know. We have some topics, I guess, that come up during the week, and we're going to see if it's worthy enough for us to give our take or keep it moving, which. Most of the time, we, you know, don't think it's worthy enough to talk about, so we'll just keep going. So I think that's how we'll set it up for you. So bring it, bring it, bring it to us where we got this week. Man, man, where is it? Keep it moving. Yeah. So 
we'll start off uh, talking about what's probably been the biggest storyline in the NBA so far that has nothing really to do with the game. Talk about Ben Simmons, the man himself. He dominated the offseason. He's dominated the season so far despite not even seeing a minute. He was in practice practicing with his phone in his sweatpants pocket. Doc Rivers had to kick him out. It's been a big deal. And now he said he's not mentally ready to play. And his teammates respected it. The organization respects it. Is it a PR move? Do they actually respect it? Who knows? Only they know. But for us, is this worthy of talking about? Is this moment in time for Ben Simmons man-to-man worthy? Uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you go, Hoop. I think it's worthy for sure. I mean, despite everything that we know that's going on and we don't know what's going on, I think it's worthy enough for us to at least mention it because everybody else has been talked about it or is still talking about it. But biggest thing for me is I don't think Ben Simmons is going to come back and play for the 76ers. I know that he came out and he kind of mentioned that he doesn't want to, but now that he's stepped away a little bit and away from the team, this is just theatrics in terms of just if he's going to we I guess he tried to go back and play a little bit and you know get in that atmosphere of in the arena but now he's totally away from the team and he won't you know he won't be with the 76ers if we see him play basketball again this year so who knows I don't yeah, know what I, you think yeah no I totally I totally agree with that Ben Simmons is just there right to not be fine lose money it's a different situation from Kyrie um, Simmons, I guess what on opening night, Joel Embiid eats a cheeseburger, comes out to the, the court and says, Hey, you know, Ben Simmons is still our brother. I know there's some drama going on, but at least we're not watching the fucking notebook every night. I know it might seem like it. Um, here's my thing, dude. The 76ers are going to be good regardless without, with or without Ben Simmons. Uh, Darrell Morey is saying that this is going to be, a, you know, a long, uh, I don't know, marathon for these guys. They're, they're not going to give him up unless they get a really good trade out of it. Um, and the 76ers, they win their opening night against the Pelicans, but then we saw what happened against the Nets. Uh, they're up like 16 points or something in the fourth quarter. And then the Nets go on a 16 one run, uh, in the very last couple of minutes right there. And you just see that the 76ers don't have kind of their go-to guy. And Tobias Harris signed millions and millions of dollars for, I think, a four-year deal or something like that. Uh, same with Embiid on another extension. And they're just looking for that next guy to step to step up. And Liam and I have talked about it. We don't even think that Ben Simmons or Embiid uh, is that is the duo that maybe the Philadelphia 76ers need, regardless of even coming out first in the Eastern Conference. So Ben Simmons is kind of a, a lost cause and what's going to happen next. I don't think any of us really know, but I think there's one thing that we can all agree on is that Ben Simmons will not, we won't be seeing him in a Philadelphia 76ers uniform. He'll probably do the hardened thing of just sit out, you know, show up to practices. He can get kicked out, whatever, but you know, he's got, he's got other assets that are outside of basketball. So it's, it's going to be tough for him to, and like sit out practices even. So I think we won't see him in a, an official uniform on the actual court, but maybe still in practice. I don't know. How do you get a, how do you get away or around that? I think that was good. I think we're, we've been talking about this kind of lead up towards the season and now we're kind of letting it see how it falls out, but we're both kind of in agreement on that one for sure. I think there's another thing. Actually, there's another thing with his back is what he's saying. Right. right, so he's got the back injury, and then that's why I think he's trying to find that excuse to not practice. 
Right. And not then, mentally. But well, there's the thing that there's in the NBA contract, there's the thing if you're not mentally, I guess, like stable to practice or play. And I think that's kind of the route that he's going. Right. So. All right. Cool. Ten sentence, whatever. Next topic, JP. Yeah, what do we got? There you go, sir. All right. So on a much different note, a much <laughs> more positive note, the man Steph Curry has decided that he is once again just going to do what Steph Curry does. And uh, early this season, he comes out against the mighty Clippers, the Kawhi-less Clippers, to be fair, but still a pretty damn good team. And uh, in the first quarter, puts up 25 on perfect shooting numbers. And if you watch the game, it, it he couldn't have missed if he was chucking it up backwards from half court in the first quarter. He was doing Steph Curry things, end up pulling out the win. He drops a 40 bomb. However, it's only just one game. Do we think this is man-to-man worthy tonight? Um, I'll say no, but foreshadowing to maybe um, some some awards down the road, Steph Curry is definitely uh, going to be in contention somewhere on that list of mine. So I don't think it's worthy. Good guy. I mean, a great game from him for sure, but we kind of expect this from Curry. We've seen it before. He ain't been moving. And this one was fascinating because I haven't seen anything like this in a long time, especially from two guys of this caliber. Besides maybe Draymond and KD going at it a few years back. I'm talking about Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis on the Lakers bench in front of everybody in a packed stadium having a physical altercation. They are pushing each other back and forth in each other's face. It was a big deal. And then, of course, it led to a loss. Do we think that's man-to-man worthy? I think that says a lot more than the Lakers just starting 0-2. So, yeah, I I think when you have somebody like AD or Dwight that are both kind of ego-heavy people, you know, Dwight's a pretty boy, is always, you know, on the sideline making noise. And then you're, I guess, almost into a role of being your best player. AD, once LeBron retires, is going to be the best player on the Lakers, and he's going to be, you know, kind of – franchise guy but when you try to go at you know ad like that it just shows there's so much more than just you know it's more of a chemistry issue for me more than anything and ad has to you know kind of be that leader and show dwight like yeah i'm talking to you whatever i'm glad they're getting it done and all that chemistry is figured out stuff right now until towards the end of the year because then people kind of set in the role. I don't really know what else to say in terms of, yeah, it doesn't, it's not a good, great look if you're sitting on there as a Laker fan. So, yeah, I, I think everybody's got a little soldier in them um, <laughs> at, at some point or another. That's, funny. I mean, <laughs> Magic Johnson tweeted was like, I've yeah, never yeah, seen this before. And it was like, I'm sure there's going to be some pushing and shoving, but don't make it. During a game, that's my biggest thing. During a game, do that stuff in practice because I know that stuff happens in practice. Right. Just not a great look for them for me. Yeah, I pretty much second what Liam said. Not a great look uh, in front of, yeah, I mean, uh, opening night in front of you know thousands and thousands of people, celebrities, uh, all eyes are on you. The game is telecasted. So yeah, not a great look. These guys are really comfortable with each other. You know, they won a championship. <laughs> I mean, they, they, not like that, no homo. Yeah, I mean, they, you talk, you are talking about Dwight Howard out here. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I know, man. I know. He's probably grabbing left nut or something, but <laughs> yeah, no, they won a championship together. This, this is pretty much like the team from a couple of years ago. They'll figure it out. You know, if they, whatever team LeBron's on, they just make changes every single year. So it's always hard for LeBron's teams to kind of start out 
two and oh, four and oh, ten and oh, you know, they always kind of slowly get into the mix of things. But I tell you what, it doesn't help when you got when you got, like Liam said, two juggernaut heads that are just going back and forth at it, uh, especially during the game. What do we got next? We're going to go into our, I guess, JP wrote a blog for us as well. Um, I guess it's been a week or so now, but uh, JP, take us through what you wrote about and then we'll kind of give our takes on on your blog and and these awards that are going to be handed out at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, I, to preface, this is something I've done on my own and for other websites and blogs. Uh, for the last three years. And what I do is right at the beginning of the season, I try to guess every award uh, that the NBA gives out, everything from MVP all the way to Coach of the Year. And um, I, I've been pretty decent in the past. I'm actually, so for the last two years, I was two for two on Rookie of the Year. Um, a couple, And every year at the halfway mark, I make adjustments. So if you include those, it's basically out of 12. I'm about five for 12 of the last year. Not bad, the last two years. Nice. Um, would love to be better. And I can say I made these picks on Tuesday on opening night. It's been about a week and, um, I already do not feel good about some of these picks. And I actually already have to walk one back, I think, which kind of sucks. You never want to do that, but that's part of the game. So, uh, what I, I just give the person I think it's going to be, why it is, and then some betting odds. And, um, if, if y'all are ready, I, I'm ready to just hop right in. Yeah, let's do it, bro. What's the first one? Cool. Yep. So MVP, biggest award. First one I always talk about, most I talk about. Um, this year I'm taking Joel Embiid and I got him on Vegas Insider at plus 700 odds kind of uh, every single one of these odds you can probably pretty much find within plus a hundred of each other typically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and the reason I'm taking big Joe this year is I think honestly last year he stays healthy and Nicole Jokic doesn't have like the best big man season of all time. He, uh, he probably wins it. And I, I think without Ben Simmons in the roster and, and playing a lot, he's going to be the guy. I think the Sixers are going to be good. Um, I like Big Joe, and at plus 700, I think it's pretty good value. So that's why I took him there. And then my sleeper pick, I always take a sleeper pick, which is a guy a longer shot. Um, I'm taking Trey Young. Uh, I always take Dame, typically take Dame here, but I think he's just an MVP candidate now. He's not really a sleeper. So I'm taking another score first, undersized guard. I'm taking Trey. I had him at plus 1,600. Um, the dude is showed in the playoffs last year. He's a superstar. He's a bona fide guy who's going to be in the league a long time. Hasn't really turned it on quite this year yet. He's starting a little slow, but that's just how it goes. Um, in, in March, the dude's going to be cooking guys and putting up 30, 40 a game. And I think that's going to matter a lot. So sleep right plus 1600. I had track. Well, I like that. I, I guess this is my foreshadowing too from earlier, but I think Steph Curry is, this is his year to, to really push it in terms of he's still kind of waiting for Clay to get back on the floor. He's already showed that he can, you know, get in, just not miss a beat basically in terms of scoring the basketball. They're winning some bigger games right now. I know it's still early, but I think Steph Curry, if they can make a, you know, top four appearance in the Western Conference, I think for me, what I've seen so far is Steph Curry can is is right where he needs to be and he's gonna try to get back to that, I guess, championship level that they expect out of the Warriors team. So for me, my MVP right now would I think he could get it and I think he's on that mission this year. So mm-hmm. That's interesting, man. I got to go Malik Monk. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Never mind. No. Uh, same team, though. LeBron James is my guy. The MVP award goes to the guy who typically makes it the farthest, right? They, they pick it right before the finals. Um, it's It's got to be LeBron because LeBron will be at that finish line right there. He's averaging. I'm reading here, boys. Thank you. 29 and a half points, but he's shooting 50% from the three-point line. Uh, that's I'm, I'm 
to take a wild guess here, that's probably the best in the league. Uh, shooting 51.2 field goal percentage. Uh, and he also is LeBron. He dishes the ball. He does everything. Gets everybody involved. Uh, LeBron's been snubbed of multiple MVPs in the past couple of seasons. I think if LeBron and this team make it to the finals the way that they should, uh, it's it's an easy pick for him. Yeah, they, all, again, all these picks, they all every single one of these are voted on before the postseason. So these all happen up until the postseason, but then they all get announced throughout the postseason. It's a whole big deal. But uh, yeah, it, I I can see both those happening. I like them both, and uh, I may we all somehow win some money, at least one of us. All right. So next up, I think is the second biggest award, which is defensive player of the year. Um, it, it's oh, super. One. Super predictable the past couple of seasons, and I was really excited this year because I love it when on-ball defenders win this award. The most recent one we had was Kawhi, but even Kawhi's a true wing. Mm. Uh, I really wanted to pick Ben Simmons for this award, but I'm not going to because he's not going to play, which really sucks. So I'm taking Rudy Gobert. It's a super boring pick. I got him at plus 380, which is nothing for future awards. But um, I, I think he... I mean, he is the best defensive big in the league. He is, and the Jazz are one of the best defensive teams, so that's a pretty much a recipe for success. So I'm taking Rudy. It's, it's boring, but it is what it is. Can't really say anything about him that hasn't been said. And then my sleeper pick this season is actually DeAndre Aiden, another big. Um, I got him at plus 3,000. Uh, the reason I like DeAndre for this is not only because he's a good defensive player, but also he did not get an extension from the Suns when a lot of other really good young players from his draft did. The front office and him couldn't come to agreement. He wanted five. They could only give him three, yada, yada, yada. He's basically playing in a contract year now, and uh, that that guys in contract years like to play better. So uh, I can picture him, DeAndre Aiden, putting out some stupid defensive stats. The Suns have not started hot. I think they'll pick it up. Uh, I like DeAndre on Aiden as my sleeper at plus 3,000. I think, at least for me this year, I think Giannis, we kind of know what he is, so he's not going to be an MVP, I guess, obviously, because I, I got Steph doing it. So I think for defensive player year, Giannis is going to show – you know, all his versatility. The Bucks got better this year, so I can just see him winning um, defensive player of the year. So that's who I got. I got him at seven, plus 700, so still pretty good. I'm going to go a guy that's plus 800, and our boy over in Indianapolis, Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Turner is just a freak of nature. He already has in the first three games at least three and a half blocks. Um, it's just a guy who's very tall, does yoga in the off season. No one's doing that brother. He's the lengthiest guy and most flexible guy on the court. Uh, he can do it all, but we're talking about defense here. And you know, you don't, you don't want to try to Euro step your way and travel into a, a big miles, seven foot five miles Turner guy downstairs. So, uh, that's my pick. I guess with that, I'm going to namaste you guys out of here and, uh, Thank you guys for tuning in to us. We have Man to Man podcast on all social media, so get at us if you want to keep up with us daily. But I'm going to namaste you guys out of here, okay? Namaste. Little, namaste. Little soldier and talk namaste, brother. Let's get it.